spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. Code SUPER24. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been gone. We've been gone for too long. And we've been keeping it too real. Who's that? I love McConan. Oh, shout out to her, mate. Except for the, that time he did a murder. No, he didn't do a murder. He accidentally shot his friend. <laughs> it was a manslaughter. Right. Club Going Up on a Tuesday is a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time for Advanced Analytics. Okay, last week we didn't do a show. I've got a very good excuse. I was traveling the South Island of New Zealand, in and out of cell phone reception, doing my job as a traveling uh, comedian person, uh, recording some of a TV show. Paul. Hello. What is your excuse for not um, recording a show last week? Uh, my co-host was traveling the country, doing some BS. Yeah, but on Thursday, I want to do a show, and you were like, I can't do it. Yeah, I was tied up. Mate, what are you doing in your life? Minding my own biz- beeswax. We're, we're, um, we're both going to Melbourne. I'm going tomorrow to um, embark on the Melbourne Comedy Festival. We're mm-hmm. actually sharing a room. That's not true. I thought we are. I'm the first half of the run and you're the second half. Oh, the, like uh, the theatre. What do you think? You thought you meant like we were both... Um, we were like bunk, bunk sleep- beds. Bunk- <laughs> well, that's what it sounded and you like. Denied it, you denied it so um, well, thought, passionately as well. I thought well. that was a weird thing to lie about. Well, I wasn't lying. I was just saying we're sharing the the venue. Mm, but anyone who, call it a theater, call anyone it a listening shack. to this would have thought we were bunk bunking, <laughs> bunk buddies. Okay, well, we're not bunk buddies. We're room buddies. And um, if you if anyone listens to this in Melbourne, I'm sure there's a lot of Melbourne listeners. Mm. Um, come to our shows. We'd love to uh, have you there. Um, sorry, I missed the show last week. It became too hard. I was just knackered and yeah, couldn't get onto the old um, cell phone to even call Paul. Uh, it's time for Week in Review. Week in Review. Breaking news. Paul just looked at the, did his pre-podcast research, which is just look at um, NBA.com for the scores. Oh, you don't even go on NBA.com, you just go on Google. Yeah, just Google them. Um, Sometimes I go on NBA.com. Quite crazy that NBA.com is such a terrible website, eh? Yeah, real bad. As a kid, it was my favorite website, and now mm. it's like... It used to be my homepage, like when I opened Safari. It makes sense. And they can't even now, like... Line up like the um, like the fonts are different sizes. The photo is often like compressed. It's weird, eh? Just, How's it so bad? Just get a Squarespace. Yeah, it'd be better. God, we're not endorsing. I know a lot of podcasts plug Squarespace. Paul, ours is been, sponsored by Squarespace. No, it's not. It'll make it seem more professional. If okay. It is. Um, Memphis Grizzlies have won a game. Paul found out about this. They did. They won today. They bet Minnesota. A.K.A. the team when I was a kid I used to confuse them for. Also a team that um, 
Yeah, I can see that. Minnesota, Minnesota, Memphis, and Milwaukee are all kind of similar. They're all kind of snow they teams. All, and they all start with M. And ironically, Memphis isn't yeah. anywhere near. I was that's... shook when I grew up and I realized Memphis is not like a real snowy, cold place. It would really help that franchise. It's, it's, they desperately need to change their name. It's just a weird one where... What, what do you reckon you'd... What would you go with? Blues? Kings? I'd go with the Memphis Presleys. The Memphis Kings, because it's like... Um, it's like the what king if they call themselves like the Grace or something like that? The Elvises. Um, what's the Melvin? The Hound Dogs. Um, shoot the blue suede shoes. Blue, yeah, blues is good because then they could have blue suede uniforms. Not great for performance, <laughs> but They're literally made hella stylish. Congratulations, Memphis. We're glad you can snap your um, massive uh, losing streak. It must have been about twenty games. Mm. Um, let's just quickly look into it because guess who their top scorer was. When Paul says look into it, he's like firing up Google.com. No, no, no. He's been on I, I have it open. Sent- Don't look because it's going to say that the top scorer. Looking away? Yeah, I'm looking away. Okay, guess sure. who their top scorer was? Um, for the Memphis Grizzlies, mm-hmm. well, is Mark Gasol playing? Mark Gasol was playing. Oh, I guess Mark Gasol. No. Oh, you almost uh, said that. He had 20 points with 23 points. Wayne Seldon. Never even heard of him. Exactly. Half their team. Actually, I've heard a lot of these guys. I haven't heard of him, though. Uh, And Chandler Parsons played. He had three points. Man, he's depressing, eh? You think he'd at least be able to, like, put up numbers on a bad team? Yeah. He shot. It was the the saddest thing was Evan Fournier defending his terrible contract, going, I earned my money. And then um, Chandler Parsons did a fist bump emoji on Instagram, like, for start, guys, was it stop. Evan Fournier? What? I don't think it was Evan Fournier who said that. Oh, sorry, Evan Turner. Yeah, yeah, Evan Turner. Well, Evan Fournier would also probably say the same thing and is also not earning his money. Yeah, grim. Uh, but the Trailblazers are doing okay, despite Evan Turner um, sucking up a lot of their... Um, I love Evan. Evan Turner, I think, is one of my favorite NBA players. And um, did you see him run in and push uh, Russell Westbrook the other day? It was good. What, what, yeah, why, why did he do that? Um, a rebound went up. Uh, Ed Davis, I think is his name, kind of threw Terrence, tried to rebound over the top of um, Terrence Ferguson and then kind of pushed him over. Russell Westbrook took a sep- exep- exception. A- ex- what is it? Exception? He exception. pushed him and then um, Evan Turner ran in and kind of pushed Terrence Ferguson and... Um, Russell, and then Russell kind of did that thing where he was like, I'm kind of fighting you, but I'm kind of like... Hold me back, yeah. Yeah, but like no one was holding him back, so it was kind of awkward because Evan Turner just kind of stood there. It's a really good strategy if you're a lesser player to try and fight the more major players. Yeah, for sure. Like get them out of the game. Mm, For sure. All right, uh, congratulations to Memphis. Other big kind of grim news today, Markel Fultz is back. He got a standing ovation in Philadelphia, finished with a decent stat line and like 10 minutes of play. Maybe 15 minutes to play, he had like 10 points, a mm. couple of rebounds, a couple of assists. And um, yeah, genu- genuinely looked okay, made a few jumpers. Don't know why he's even shooting mid-range jumpers when you should be shooting threes or Yeah, well, layups. that's the main thing he's been working on. He though. did airball his first shot, or if he did hit the rim, barely hit the rim. But besides that... Mm, that's jitters. Yeah, good effort. I, I'm amazed whenever you see a highlight now, Joel Embiid in Philadelphia is always on the bench, but always right in shot somehow. He's along the baseline, so whenever they yeah. shoot them, 
celebrating or whatever, he's always like just there smiling he, with that kind yeah, of Yeah, he's a good proud. celebrator. I just hate Philadelphia. I just I hate the way they've put together this team. I know other teams have tanked. I know I kind of said don't hate on tanking because San Antonio, the legends, they did it. Mm. But, but like I just, yeah. I just think it's ugly. Mm. At the same time, though, were all these fans did, there when they were yeah, did, losing four seasons in a row? Did they have like do you what options do you really have? It's tough, you know. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you should. Um, uh, oh, it's definitely if you've got a bad team, you go out there and play and lose and get a high draft pick. But they just took it to a whole new level. Which yeah, they is did. That's true. Ugly place where Memphis is right now and. Um, Orlando Magic they've tried to win but they've just been just naturally there see the Magic are doing no. it right go out there try your hardest every game and the Magic are tanking really well this season in terms of just like benching guys strategically tanking yeah I think so alright they did bet they bet um, I'll save it I'll save it for Magic Mayhem oh, I got a, Magic Mayhem coming up in the show controversial segment um, goggles I wrote down goggles oh, I was thinking of some basketball goggles yeah, it's a good I feel look. like it won't be that funny. They're very ugly. They're on Amazon. Mm. Um, Tom just actually put me onto them because I'm like, my eyesight's so bad. I can't read the scoreboard when I play. I honestly think it's affecting my outside shooting. I was one and one from three. Yeah, it last definitely night will last be. Time. Tobias Harris this year, his three point percentage um, really rocketed because he had uh, LASIK eye surgery mm. in the off season. I should get LASIK. I'm scared of burning my eyes. Though. Apparently, your eyes actually you get lasers and your eyes actually like feel like they're burning. I'm scared. Right. And I don't actually mind wearing glasses for every situation except for basketball. So goggles are the best option. They're just so ugly. And the weirdest, if you're making ugly goggles, go full Horace Grant. Like if I get some Horace Grant goggles, it would genuinely be quite sick. But you yeah. can't get those. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just don't know. It'll just look like a bit of a dick. Right. It's like cool if um, you've got a high top fade or something, but I do not have a high top yeah. fade. Yeah. I used to love when Otto Porter wore goggles. That was like... Partly, his name and his goggles were why he became one of my favorite players. What did he wear? Did he wear like a sports visor or like actual goggles? I've got to check them out. They were pretty, they were just sick. Yeah, they were, it was more like a visor, I think. I don't know. Because they're weirdly cheap as well. But anyway, I'm, I'm looking into some goggles. I'll keep you updated on that. Um, by the way, Paul, how'd your investigation to Little B's Curses go? I'm saving that for next week. Yeah, yeah you didn't do it, did you? Did no do the do you even investigation. Remember, did you remember it? Do no remember. <laughs> <laughs> We're also going to update on your um, gambling later in the show as well. So okay. you think about that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Uh, Markel Fultz is back. Congratulations to him. Steph Curry is gone. What? You, 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 but he's not gone for the season. Paul's barely. Yeah, well. No, no, no. They said he's he, going to miss the first round at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that it's big. pretty bad. No, well, they'll be playing like the bloody Thunder or some nonsense. Yeah, well, that'd be amazing. Steph Curry. Uh, out playing the Thunder would be so exciting. I'd kill for that first round matchup. If the NBA is rigged and any of the riggers are listening to this, um, do it. That'd be amazing. I think it'll be that amazing. Um, I, I think this is big. I think this is other teams' chances. Obviously, Cleveland looks bad in the East, so it's like there's a good chance. I mean, I'm still, as I said, we had a bet last week. Do you remember? Do you remember anything from last time? We didn't do the last. Uh, do you remember we bet on? Um, you took the, the field, and I took uh, King James to mm-hmm. win the. Anyway, um, shout out to Steph Curry. Well. Hope you get injured soon. While he's been gone, uh, LeBron has been like putting up huge numbers. He had a 35 points, 17 assists, zero turnover game. Like, it's amazing to get 17 assists and have no turnovers. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, that was against the Raptors, where um, the Raptors scored 75 points in the first half. The Cavs cl- clawed it back. But just let me just say that again. 
The Raptors had 75 points in the first half. Like, yeah. the NBA is just out of control in terms of scoring. Like, I remember back when we used to laugh at, like, the Jerry West Lakers and stuff when they or when they would have, like, you know, the games would go to 140 points. And then games a long time ago went back to reality. And then in the early 2000s, when, like, the Pistons and Spurs ruled, the games went to, down to, like, the 80s. But now we're kind of back, and it's it, I kind of don't like it. Right. I reckon games should be around 100 points. Yeah. And literally, besides, so the Raptors were on track. I think they only finished like 120, but they're on track for 150. Um, the Heat beat the Nuggets 149, 141. Like there's some ABA shit right there. That's crazy. But either they need to improve the like the rules to help the defense, which is just a joke as well. Like they need to get post play back into the game, but also just um, post play. Yeah, it's one of the things I miss. Okay. I do miss post play. There's like no one does it anymore. Like every post player mm. will face up to the basket and like shoot jump shots yeah, to Allen for stars. good reason. No, because post play can be great. Post play, and I actually wouldn't mind seeing um, like that's why I kind of wanted Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing that old school mm. like style of lineup, um, like bully, like um, small ball teams. Yeah, um, I think there's exci- exciting bigs in the next draft for sure. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, if, Bamba. Do they play like back to the bar- basket? But the problem with post yeah, play is that if you get if someone starts to back you down and overpower you, you just flop over and. Mm. Um, did you see that video? How good was that video? Um, Sacramento Kings. Vladi. Uh, Vladi, is it a flop or not? Yeah. And um, they're all like, he's like, it's a flop. That's so good. It's he's a like, flop. He's like, that one was a flop. That was a flop. He's like, obviously a flop. <laughs> and just, or, you expect them to put one in at the end? Yeah, no. No, nah, just all flops. He's like, you know what? We all know what that is, a flop. Well, I bet <laughs> they edited it like with some yes yeah, and some yeah, no yeah, and then yeah. just cut all the no's. The other video I want to bring up this week, did you see that um, the NBA social media teams often don't nail it, but like about once a month, I'd say, they pull out some absolute fire. And the good one this year, uh, week is um, Andrew Wiggins. Um, reacting okay. to good thing you said that because it's a segment I've been my phone's for, been blowing up it's that time for everyone's favourite segment where I describe video clips it's not fun for me let's do it clip 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 it's that clip of the week I so guy was about to cut my lunch so i had to bring the segment forward yeah because this week i have a hell of a clip and it is andrew wiggins uh playing music verse i don't know what they call it but okay, here, here's the clip. They call it old school versus new school, and they're comparing songs with the wolves listening on headphones. It's Lil U- Uzi Vert versus Michael Bolton. Paul's going to do his advanced technique. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I hear it a lot, but it's, it's a good song. It's a good song. I like it. <laughs> I like this song more. <laughs> I didn't think it was real Paul you haven't described the clip at all No No one could I was watching it enjoying it um, Yeah so it's It's him And he Firstly best, what, a, what an incredible smile Yeah Andrew Wiggins He looks like a small child Yeah and he's just like He's love And he's like he, The first one he's like Yeah it's a good song I hear it a lot But I like it I like it So sincere So eh? sincere 
and then the music changes and then he's just like loses himself in the music yeah he he freezes as the music comes over him like so serious because he's concentrating and he's just lost in the music and then he's like he's still filled with joy Mm. and then he's just like i like this one more and he says it so sincerely yeah I, i honestly think that's one of my favorite videos yeah it's a great video i thought it was fake i had to watch the whole thing and i realized because I thought maybe what they did is they used a different song and then put Michael Bolton in. But pretty much all the Wolves like Michael Bol- Bolton, except for Tyus Jones. And I feel like just as an out gag, they just told Tyus, Tyus Jones to hate it and go just to wrap up the video. He goes, no more. But they all love Michael Bolton. I can't say, I'd, I like old school music and I can't say, and power ballads and stuff. And I wouldn't be into any Michael Bolton. It's weird that all these dudes even knew him. What about recent Michael Bolton, um, Captain Jack Sparrow? Yeah, I'm a fan of that. That's, that's, that's a bloody ripper song. What was the other video this week that was um, absolutely... Um, dope. Oh yeah. Um, the um Bulls stadium. Uh, no, not Bulls. I don't even know what what stadium announcer it was. Um, oh yeah, it was Archie Dianco is the name. Yeah, yeah. Archie was... Di Aquino. <laughs> Ryan Archie Diaquino is the name. But the commentator um, saw that name and panicked because he's not a well-known Bulls player. Kono, at the end of that. No, name. I, I wrote it down phonetically from what the commentator was saying. Oh. Archie Diakino. Well, but the commentator Ko- goes... You've written Kono. No. Kino. Oh, okay. That's phonetic. That's how you actually spell it. You spell okay, it Kono, okay. but it's Kino. Um, but the commentator just goes, Ryan! With the three-pointer yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very good. good. That's, I've done um, that so many times in my life. And there was life, a so third good it. video that was Clay Thompson doing overrated, underrated, which is usually a... Um, I can't remember the website that usually does that uh, on YouTube, but Slam have just stolen it because mm. there was that great clay. Did you see the Complex cover? or Pitchfork? Uh, Pitchfork, I think, usually I didn't it. see the video, so you're going to have to describe it to me. Make it um, good. Oh, the cover is just him on a lounger by a pool wearing sunglasses. It's got a real good like um, yeah. 80s vibe. Yeah. But um, And he did an overrated, underrated, which is worth checking out. But um, the overrated, underrated that I really love are the Pitchfork ones. Hmm. And the best episodes, everyone go online. If you're into clips, go online and check out Vince Staples, who is a rapper who loves the NBA. He's a Clippers fan. And the second person... Ironic that he loves the NBA and his name is Staples and the Clippers play in the Staples Center. Tell me what you like about Vince Staples' one. Um, so there's one bit... Did you stop Googling stuff during the podcast? Uh, no. why Paul's a shit podcaster. Plays video clips that no, no one can um, see and just puts his microphone to them. Googles multiple times while I have to just fill. Um, no, I was still talking while I was doing it. What's good about the Vince Staples one? Um, the Vince Staples one, he... So so one of my favorite bits is like where he's like... Um, that They're like, okay, overrated, underrated. Tom Cruise. And he's like, underrated. Like quite quickly. And they're like, why? And he's like, because the mission was impossible. But he did it anyway. Genuinely five, funny five, guy. Five times. <laughs> um, and the other one that's great is Erica Badu. Yeah. Badu. Uh, she's very funny. And um, she tells a story about getting pulled over by the police while having like, with a marijuana cigarette and, um, and eating it to destroy the evidence. Yeah. I won't, there's a twist ending there. You got to listen and find out yourself. I want, you can't just eat weed as well. It wouldn't make you high, but sure, that would like burn her um, insides. Um, okay. 
It's quite interesting doing that style of interview because as someone, I don't want to brag about it, interviewed a lot of pop stars and stuff, you almost learn more from people. If you just ask them direct questions, especially because they're often quite full on, you're quite guarded. But like, if you ask about something else, your personality will shine through stronger. Stronger. Mm. Um, just talking, like incidentally, you find out more about something. Yeah. I think. Should we do, um, I'll do an overrated, underrated to you. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, um, David Schwimmer. Overrated. Why? Do Friends is uh, worst character on Friends, and um, he's so recognizable now that when you see him in like the O.J. Simpson movie, you don't think there's um, Mr. Kardashian. You think what's Ross from Friends doing in this serious biopic? I actually thought he was great in the O.J. But um, he's fine. Okay, give me one. Give me one. Uh, underrated or overrated? Indoor plants. Underrated for sure. Why? Uh, I love it. Just um, great look. Aesthetic, great. I think like heaps inside is a very good look. And isn't it good for like the air and stuff and like um, kind of keeping your house from getting like musty? And like a lot of people have plants in their bathrooms because it like helps the smell, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of gross to bring Fart up. plant. But, it's um, like a Venus flytrap, but, but it's a, um, uh, a penis fart trap. Okay, that's that's appalling yeah. <laughs> um, quite good though eh? no not good at all what about the puns no, that, yeah i heard them it's clear it's more of an intellectual joke for our intellectual listeners i want to go on record and say that's the worst thing i've heard in your life yes well, mate, i've got worse things than that that's no i don't want to hear them that's the worst thing i've heard okay um but yeah plants underrated it's just something about bringing the outside to the inside that's just it's the juxtaposition man when paul's younger he used to say to people, tell me the job he wanted to do when he was older. What job did you tell people you wanted oh, to be? I'm not going to say it. Fartologist. Yeah. And you're going to study fartology. Yeah. Well, eventually I got old and I, older and I realized there's there's not a lot of money in it. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, what else has been happening this week? There's been a lot of points of God. Oh, do you know that um, Team USA is going to play the Australian Boomers in Melbourne? When we're there? No. Oh. In 2019. When we're there? Possibly. Okay. Well, we could we could also fly there to get to there, but I don't I doubt it coincides with the yeah. Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, well, that's cool. Australia is getting going to be good. Australia's going to beat them. Yeah, but we've been saying Australia's going to be good no, for they, the last twenty years. Is, I think this is it now. Like, assuming they have everyone, put Andrew Bogart out there, they still have yeah. a good team. No, no, no. But get this: so Ben Simmons has been phenomenal, right? Yeah. Do you think he'll play for Australia? Well, this is what I'm saying: if everyone plays, they'll be great. Okay, Paddy Mills has. Is like a very solid. Did Ben Simmons grow up in Australia, or what's he doing? Yeah, he did. Okay, he grew up in Melbourne. Paddy Mills is, is a bit washed up. He's had a disappointing um, career, in my opinion. No, but I, th- I think you get him in a boomer thing. Like he'll be great. Okay, Joe Ingles, one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Yeah, they I'm, got like four scrappy three point shooters and Ben Simmons. Then they have like Dalladova coming off the bench. I know you think. Then you, have you're like, um, oh yeah, they must have good. Thon Maker, Aaron get him Baines. out there. Aaron Baines. Uh, who am I forgetting from Australia? Then some in, chuck some NBL guys out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I just don't think Australia is going to be much good. I think um, they have a good coach. They do have home court advantage. Get this, they're going to play at Ithiard Stadium. They're going to what? They're going to play it in a like a you know sixty thousand seat arena. But how are they going to like? It's so bad. Is everyone on the field just going to be sitting? Like nothing annoyed me more than when wrestling used to come to New Zealand and play inside rugby stadiums where you're like, it means it means that there's no good seats. So mm. like they did the All Star game once in the in the um, 
football stadium, they do this for March Madness every year. You have it in a yeah. huge stadium. Uh, yeah, 100,000 people came. But, like, no it means everyone's anything. view is so bad. Yeah. And that's what they're doing with this. It's, like, almost not worth going unless you get a seat within the first 50 rows. But also, wouldn't the first 50 rows be, like, on the flat? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is, like, how you make it. I don't know what their plan is. They may, maybe they push the court yeah, to, one to one of the sides. sides. But still, it's just awful. Considering Australia does have, like, large indoor stadiums, it's very, very frustrating. Mm. Um, but obviously, they're trying to make maximum money. Good plan. Two exhibition games in Australia. Yeah, that's... That'll be fun. Australia's got a lot of Arsenal fans. Another prediction, hot take from Paul. Yeah. Australia, whenever the next... When's the next world champs? Soon, right? Uh, Probably. Uh, They're going to middle. No. Australia's going to middle. International basketball's quite good. There's America who's a long way ahead Mm. of everyone. And there's some solid teams. And then there's Australia just disappointing. Every year, everyone's like, this is our year. And it never is. This is the year, man. Yeah. But you'd assume with Ben Simmons, assuming he plays for them. I don't even know if he plays for them. But um, yeah. he once came to Auckland and played for like a uh you know, like under the nineteen. Was he representing Australia? Yeah, he played okay. where, we, where we play on a Wednesday. Okay, that might mean Him he's more and, and that's such a bad uh, court. And Dante Exum played. Yeah, what R. I. P. Dante Exum, eh? No, he's he's coming back now. Yeah, I know, but he's also he's dead though, eh? Mm-hmm. R. I. P. Um Jordan Clarkson said on the Road Tribbin podcast. That his, um, he believed that uh, prehistoric humans were three times the size of dinosaurs. Mm. And he said, y'all know how we got dogs and stuff. So I think there are bigger people uh, in the world before us. And they had dinosaurs as their pets. I love it. I actually think he was joking. And I feel like it's a bit hard that people have been blowing this up. Because I put it like, Kyrie is actual idiot and thinks the world is flat. And genuinely believes it. I think Jordan Clarkson was just having a laugh. And I was like, at least he believes there was dinosaurs in that, because like JJ Reddick is challenging. Um, are these all? Are all these things coming out on the same podcast? No, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe Kyrie came out on this because it's road trip in the Channing Fry. Um, yeah, maybe. Mm, it's weird. But Kyrie's been asked about it like yeah, multiple times. But now, do maybe. they have a segment on their podcast where they just talk about conspiracies? conspiracies. Maybe should we do that right now? What's your favourite conspiracy? I think we've done this already once before. Yeah, we have. Um, I like news. There's a few New Zealand ones I like. Okay. Um, you talked about uh, JFK. JFK. Yeah, he's. Um, what's he's his innocent. name? No, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald was a pet. We're, we're both big fans of um, Usain Bolt. You listened to previous podcasts, Usain Bolt doping is yeah, a big one. Well, that's not really a conspiracy. I'd say so. I'd say um, the conspiracy a good conspiracy. If you guys out there are keen to, I know how you're so convinced you're saying about and you're like it's not even conspiracy. It's just yeah, no, but also facts. like I wouldn't call that. That's not really a conspiracy theory. If you just like think someone's doping, um, conspiracy theory. What does it need then? Like a cover up? Yeah, I don't know. It just needs to be a bit like kind of have a bit of wackiness to it. Um, like <laughs> this, a, this one's pretty good by Jordan Clarkson though. Oh, last time the I, humans were bigger than mm, dinosaurs and they used them as their pets. Check out the Denver airport conspiracy. Yeah. That's real good. Real so the, the theory is, because for some reason, one one time, like Denver had a fine airport, and instead once they decided to build a new airport, and it was like privately funded by some mysterious like Illuminati company, mm. and it was like in a worse location, I think, than the old one, mm. and, um, and they built it, and it took way longer than expected and went like, like hundreds of millions over budget. Okay, maybe not hundreds of millions, but like so far over budget. Are they gone? And, uh, and then there's all this weird symbology in the airport. Once they completed it, there's this creepy horse, winged horse statue with like 
red ruby eyes that like, Looks like the shoot lasers out of them. Yeah. Then there's these wall murals that depict like the world ending due to like nuclear war. I actually wanted to go to Denver on my last US trip just to see these mm. murals. They've um, been and, taken down. Right. And then eventually the murals like show like um, re- rebirth after the world ends. And so the theory is that there was a massive underground bunker yeah. under, um, the under the airport. I'd almost believe it. And... Uh, the other theory is that the runways are um, laid out like swastikas. Oh yeah, and um, and supposedly I think like George Bush was there when Hurricane or something like that when like a natural disaster hit, the mm. president just happened to be there. Um, maybe not that because have you heard of Iron Mountain? Have you seen um, uh, Mr. Robot? I watched one episode. I think the first episode because they go well. That's not enough to okay. understand this reference. Um, and one of the ones they try and go and delete, they try and like crash, spoiler alerts, but I won't, I won't tell you what actually happens. Um, they, they try and, um, like erase all the world's like debt by, um, crashing like the MasterCard, like the credit card servers. So, um, they want to attack a company called Iron Mountain, like a, a, a server data center called Iron Mountain. Mm-hmm. And little did I know that Iron Mountain is a real thing. And I found this out because I was driving through South Auckland just the other day, mm. and we drove past um, Iron Mountain, huge storage facility wow. called Iron Mountain. So Iron Mountain is literally um, a huge mountain in the middle of the US, yeah. which has like all like um, movies, all music, record like the original like reels and Wait, stuff. And it's on an actual there. mountain. It's inside a mountain. Yeah, it's a former like what? mine. Yeah. It's really it's some James Bond level. That's insane. It's like hard to find. There is like a I did see watch a video because I was like this is crazy because it was quite hard to find information about it. But then um, there was actually just a local news anchor who got to go inside and look at like Bill Gates has a like a billion dollar like photo collection there. He like bought like the Getty Images photo resource or something. He's got all these legendary old you know the photos of the guys in New York sitting on top of the um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the beam and yeah. uh, photos of Albert Einstein with his tongue out and stuff if like that. If you could own one photo, what photo would you own? Um, Jordan jumping from the free throw. If I could own Jordan one, wings. one photo. Hmm. I would own the photograph from the music video where Nickelback's like, look at this <laughs> photograph. Yeah. I would own that. What is it a photograph of? I mean, I couldn't it's say. It's really how it makes me laugh because it's quite a sincere song, eh? Yeah. I don't know. Um, shout out to, shout out to photograph. Nickelback. Um, I think it's time. Oh, t- shout out to Tyron Lou. He's he's injured. He's uh, out. Do you not? I love how everything no, no, I say, Paul. No, he's, isn't he like... Have like health problems or something? Yeah, injured. He, yeah, he's not injured. He is. He's, he's got, you know, how players injure their legs and stuff. He injures his brain. Yeah. Possibly anxiety issues. I'm just speculating. But um, mm. seems like he's like majorly under the weather. It could be something more serious. I'm not sure. But um, not that anxiety isn't serious. But uh, get well soon, Coach Lou. And um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. messed up the amount of pressure the NBA coaches are under. Yeah. I always thought it'd be sweet because it's like you're a millionaire. So just. If you get fired, what's the worst that can happen? You go get to spend more time at the pool. Yeah. But obviously it's not that easy. And you obviously you're very competitive and you want to do well. Do you think you'd be a good coach? Uh, no. I think I would. No. You've got to be a good motivational... Motiv- yeah, I am. Motivatorer. 
Hey. Yeah, for sure. I shouldn't have sat down on this relaxed couch. Eh? I'm falling asleep. Um, what 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 makes you good at motivating? I think I could just do a good speech. Like I've got a real way with words, <laughs> and um, and obviously I have a history of performing. And uh, <laughs> and I've stalked the boards I in have. the uh, Nelson New Theatre production of. Why got a lisp now? Nelson New Theatre. Nelson New Theatre is quite hard to say. Um, Nelson Youth Theatre, you say it. Nelson Youth Theatre. <laughs> that didn't sound good. Yeah, and you're in the Peter Pan production. I was. So if I can stalk the the, the boards, I can stalk the Did you the get dangerously room. like r- raised to the ra- rafters in that? Yes. So we did fly and we had to wear harnesses under our um, costumes. Mm. And it was kind of like hidden. Like there'd be scenes, there'd be people talking on one side while the other people like, Clipped each other into the harnesses, like you, and, like um, other cast members clipped you in. Yeah, well, yeah, you you kind of clipped each other in, I think. So like, I would clip Wendy, and then like um, Michael and. That's so scary that on stage in front of the pressure of all those people, you're trusting other children, yeah. and I'm nine to like years belay old. you in. Nine years yeah. old, and then you'd get hoisted up by it was like our parents off onto the sides, like yeah. on either side, but each have like a rope. Yeah. And we'd start flying. You'd kind of swing back and forth while going higher and higher. Yeah, it was quite and amazing. And we'd go very high. And I had to do, because um, I was like experienced at flying, I had to go along and rehearse at like a climbing, a rock climbing center and learn how to do flips and stuff. And um, did you flips? I did flips. How many, did you have two clips on either side of your hip or something? Yeah, yeah. One on either side of the hip. That's so hard. And then I, I distinctly remember like one of the like final kind of tech rehearsals at, when we moved into the Theatre Royal in Nelson. And... So we, we took off and we're like to never never land and we all flew up <laughs> and um and up into the the uh, fly floor which for those of you who aren't familiar with the theatre terms that's just like the area up above it's where the floor that is fly where all heaps of curtains and like set pieces get lowered down from yeah and we so we went right up into there which is very high up and and we just there was a bar up there that we could kind of hold on to and just like um relax and relax but then. The next scene came out and it was Never Neverland and it was this double level um, set wheeled out because it was like underground down a tree trunk was mm. the um, Lost Boys Lair. Oh, it was and stunning. The, the pi- Great work to the um, prop design yes. team. Yes, it was a hell of a set. Hell of a set. And, um, and then the Pirates came out and performed a musical number, Richie Damp Cake, and it went a little something like this. Rich Damp. Richie Damp Cake. Poor little lost boys, easily led. Rich, damp, richy damp cake. And you'll notice I'm not having any problems with that rhythm, yeah. right? It's quite simple. Rich, one, two, three, four. Damp, da, da. Richie damp. I actually screwed it up there. The the counting is one, two, three. One, two, three. Richie damp. Anyway, they sat there and he made them drill it because they weren't getting the timing right. Yeah. For like half an hour. Meanwhile, we're just sitting up there getting the wedgies of a lifetime. <laughs> and I think eventually when we came down, I think Wendy might have passed out. Um, <laughs> did they... Because um, they just kept drilling. you were up there. I mean, I honestly couldn't say. But it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't finish down the right intonations. You're like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, do you know what's crazy? It's time... Right about that time for the stars to roll on out. I'm glad that that's caught on. Let's get into it. The Sit down. The 
to be jealous of Marin Afalo. We're taking every game personal. I'm not Wow. What a team. Mate, you've done no research in the Magic, have you? Uh, I actually have missed their last few games, which is a real shame. They got a but, win, which is annoying, I think. Yeah, they, well, they bet the Suns, who are, have now taken over as the uh, the top tanking team. They've, have they taken over the Grizz? Yeah, so they've... Here's, That's unbelievable. So they've now they've lost twelve straight. Memphis are on a winning streak now. They've won one and they've won two. They're two and eight. Um, Phoenix have lost twelve straight. Uh, but yeah, the Magic bit them. So it was Alfred Payton returning. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Alfred Payton because it was a big return for him. And I, I still haven't watched the game. Returning I, to I um, Amway Arena. At uh, correct. Amazing uh, stadium. Amway Center. It's a piece of crap. Um, and. He he posted on Instagram uh, a photo of Mario Hazonia, and he was saying like I can't remember what the caption was, but it was like I mean I should really just find it. Are you able to talk while I just go- not again? Um, <laughs> just googling stuff during the show. So what what are you saying? Alfred Payton came to the Atlanta Magic. It was his revenge game, and he posted a photo of Alfred Payton. No, no, Alfred Payton posted a photo of Mario and said like. Always good to see the broski. Oh, they they met up. Yeah, yeah, and it showed a photo of them like having good times. Are they trying to get the photo as if you no, can no, no, show no, anyone? I wanted all the quotes, but um, and then Evan Fournier was like commented on it, being like, "What about me, lol?" Or like, or like, you don't care about me, lol. It's depressing. No one cares then, about um, you, Evan Fournier. Grow some hair. And then Alfred shit. Payton was like, "That was too of fun. course you too, the OG crepe." Man, or something like he said, something like I can't, remember, I can't remember what he said. It was like that's so funny, like just right, real, like racial names. Yeah, like, it was like boy. He called him like maybe in like France. croissant man or something. You croissant but, um, muncher. But uh, Look at you, Giannis Intercumpo, you Greek cheese, you fitter boy. You, 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 um, what's the yogurt called? You acidophilus yogurt, <laughs> mother effer. Um, uh, but I heard someone the other day on Reddit describe, um, uh, Lonzo Ball as um, Lama, a Lama mother effer, a Lama looking mother effer, and that he now he does look like a Lama, eh? Lonzo, yeah, yeah, I guess. I was actually thinking um, Brandon Ingram kind of has a bit of a Lama in him, um, but okay, here's it's another so thing. So you know, like how everyone was so um, insulting to the Magic when they got rid of Alfred Payton for a second round pick. Yeah, it seemed bad. Everyone was like... I still I still think it seems like a bit of a mistake. But, um, so don't get me wrong. I have got some love for Alfred Payton. Hmm. But here's a fun fact. Since the All-Star break, the Suns, uh, in 398 minutes, hmm. with Alfred on the floor, are a minus 206. <laughs> with him in the 274 minutes with him off the floor, they are a plus nine. Ooh. So, I mean... You feel vindicated you got rid of them. I feel vindicated. And this could be the first player that um, has left the Magic and actually gone worse. So, there, there was a post on Magic Reddit. If I was an opposition GM, I'd be just trying to get hold of Magic players yeah. to try and... Um, so, here's a, um, on Magic that Reddit... Mag- that lucky Magic boost. On Magic Reddit, someone on, like um, I think, on 2K or whatever, assembled... Like they've they've called it the um like the F Hennigan Hennigan squad, um as guys who like would hate Rob Hennigan because he like um shipped them 
And it's actually quite like it would be quite a handy roster now. Mm. So it'd be like Oladipo, Tobias Harris, Demantis Sabonis, Dwayne Dedman, Mo Harkless, Kyle O'Quinn, Channing Fry, uh, Jameer Nelson. Mm. They put Brandon Jennings on there. Yeah, well, he like, just came back and he played quite well. We, we should have done more. Into the, yeah, no, he played he well. Come out of the D League or something like that. He back, baby. Um, I've got something I want to regret. I want to bring back. Um, I want to regret. I, I did say um, the Utah Jazz, like quite a few podcasts ago, were not making the playoffs. And now, as of today, it does seem like they are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I They've said been amazing, was, right? Yeah. I said they were good, man. They're like the best defensive team. They've turned into a super team um, like where they're like, they've got chemistry. I mean, they've always had... Um, it's not that crazy to say they'd be good at defense. So that's what they'd probably build themselves on, mm. Rudy Gobert. But um, like Ricky Rubio is weirdly like playing to his potential, which is so sad because Jeff Teague is shocking yeah. and getting paid a lot more. Um, he played well a few games ago, but I Jeff know, Teague. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's he's weird, eh? Because like for Atlanta for a while there, he looked like so good. North Star, yeah. Um, I'll never forget like the first time I ever heard of him. Like he was probably a rookie, maybe or a sophomore. And it was when he dribbled in and he got one, maybe the sickest, uh, like, charge of all time. Like, it was a dunk, mm. but it got waved off because it was called a charge. Mm. But where he dribbles in and he takes off from very far out. Yeah. And he jumps insanely high and he just kind of two foot kicks the dude in the chest. Or was that him? And sails over him and dunks it. I'm and sure it, Ricky yeah. Davis did that to, to um, Steve Nash as well. And again, charge. Yeah. So um, annoying that charge calls just drive me crazy, eh? Oh, yeah. That's ludicrous. Like, if that happens, even if it is, like, it, yeah, it's technically probably a charge. He jumped up and he just kangaroo kicked him in the chest <laughs> and dunked <laughs> it. Um, but, like, if you're the ref, you've just got to be like, that was sick. play on. Shaka. <laughs> in fact, call a block. And so there's, like, time for um, the crowd to really go nuts and the dude to celebrate. That's what yeah. I say. Um. Uh, Paul, you're gambling. I want an update. I haven't even heard about it off off here. Yeah, Paul's been gambling very slowly. Yeah, um, trying to um, so last week make money one NBA easy bet at a time. Mm. What he does is he bets on very low odds, yeah. very safe bets. So last week, I think what had just happened is I'd bet on the Raptors to beat the Mavericks. Am I right? Yeah, maybe. And so it was, they were, it was only paying a dollar ten, but I was like so sure of it, and boy was it intense like we yeah. were watching and with like three minutes to go they, the the raptors were down nine such a stupid bet. and um they and won and doing it to win 13 dollars <laughs> um and anyway they won and which took me up to uh 153 70 so it was actually closer to 14 dollars um but uh i then put 110 of it on the rockets to beat the t-wolves oh good t- so you've taken your initial 30 oh. out because Paul, like, he was so sure that the Raptors were going to lose because it was looking bleak for a bit there. He um, was like, well, I have to keep on gambling to get my original 30 back. And I was like, no, this is how people get themselves into a hole. Guys, He's trying to win back the money they've I'm lost. Hooked, man. So have you taken out the 30 I'm you originally hooked. invested? Uh, no, I just don't bet it. So it's just, it just stays Just take there. it out. It's um, too tempting. You can't trust yourself. The power of uh, gambling is too strong. No, no, no. Um, I am hooked uh, and I need help. I will admit that, and that's the first step. But uh, so I put 110 of it on the Rockets to beat the Timberwolves at a dollar thirty, which they did, which took me to 186 dollars seventy, and then I put 150 of that on the Pistons to beat the Suns at a dollar thirty-five, 
And so I'm up to $240. Oh, I wouldn't even say the Pistons have beat the Suns is a very safe bet. Like, they're always so, the Suns... $1.35. Here's the thing. No, but $1.35 is a lot for that. I think the Suns... You reckon that's the, such a strong bet because the Suns are tanking. No, but also, here's the thing. I quickly Googled it because I was like, I don't even think Devin Booker's playing or TJ Warren. Mm. Their two main scorers are out. And I quickly Googled it and I was like, no, they're not. And so I realized that before the TAB did. Because yeah. the odds changed when they like when they heard and you know, it went down to like a dollar five or something. Are you moneyballing it? And no, but it's just you like get that twenty five cents. Wake per up. Um and So what are you up to now? Two hundred and thirty nine dollars and twenty. Can you take cents. that thirty dollars out because I'm worried you're gonna you're just gonna be depressing. I mean thirty dollars is not just take it out. It's not that much. No, no, it's not that much, but you were feeling so dark the other day when Toronto was about to lose to Dallas. And you're like, I'm going to gamble to win my money back. That's your strategy. I mean, I'm going to, as soon as basically the season ends, I'm taking it out and I'm not gambling anymore. I don't believe you. It is bad. I don't believe you. You're getting sucked in by the powerful um, uh, gambling. No, so it is crazy how they do it. Yeah. Um, And and I want to say that gambling is bad. I want to put that that out there. But um, because they kind of know what I'm doing, I feel like. So they're constantly emailing me and being like, you should bet right now. You've mm. got to bet right now. Because I feel like patience is bad for them. Yeah. And uh, they want like... Um, impulse. Pe- impulse, yeah. yeah. That's why they and put so in today, they, um, they, what they do is they give you $5 and they're like, free $5 to bet, but only today. Yeah. And then you look at the games and you're like, none of these games are good. So they, they only do that on d- days where it's like... Yeah. So basically, I just took the free $5 and I just put it on a... Um, uh, took a real flyer. Um, so the thing is today I almost put it on Memphis, mm. but then I was like, I actually went with, um, Phoenix to beat Boston, which they didn't, but it's like, it's fine. It was, I didn't yeah. lose anything. Um, and it, you know, it would have been like $30 return or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and so I think that's, that's the other tactic. They're evil. And they just constantly email you going, Hey, you forgot about your account. He's $5. Yeah. Uh, well that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much to all the listeners out there. We love you. We let you down, but we're um, back also, in your hearts. I'd like to apologize because last episode, Guy said like how we didn't have any female listeners. Mm. This week, literally, uh, a, a lady tweeted at us about the podcast. Yeah, I love how you say a lady. You didn't even learn her name. Well, I've forgotten. It was like two weeks ago when okay. I tweeted. Well, that. shout out to all the lady listeners out there. Mm. I, I said... It was highly unlikely, and I have been proven wrong, and there is egg on my face. And Shout been, out to all the lovely ladies out there. You've been proven wrong about the Jazz, yeah. and you will be proven well, I make wrong mistakes. about the Cavaliers. Oh, yeah, possibly. Well, it's a, that's the fun of a bet, really, isn't it? Mm. How much should we bet on that? Uh, sorry? I started getting messages, and I started reading them on oh my phone. Oh, my God, you're the pits. All right. Simon. I'm Guy Williams. Uh, and I'm Paul Williams, and I'm really distracted now. I'm reading Peace my out. phone. Peace out. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. 
And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.